All right, boys. Oh, we are officially back with the final episode of A Chat with Gailey to wrap up the 2022 season. And I have the champion on. I have the treasurer himself, Aaron Cunningham, all the way from sunny Charlotte, North Carolina. We're going to bring him on to wrap up the season, talk about his championship run and his plans, you know, now that he has the trophy. And uh, we'll go from there. So I'm going to go ahead and bring him in here. And all right, can you hear me? I think you might be muted. Oh, wait, go again. Go again. There we go. Okay, we got him. We got him. All right. So I said, uh, you know, this is the last episode of the 2022 regular season. So we're going to kind of recap your championship run. uh, And then we'll uh, talk about your plans after and go from there. So I guess first things first, I'll ask you is how does it feel? pretty surreal uh you know especially after being there last year um you know and losing that was a tough pill to swallow kind of had a juggernaut of a team so i didn't really have high hopes kind of going into that championship run uh the championship game last year so uh you know being able to prove you know having the team prove themselves worthy of of another run was was nice and obviously had some luck kind of fall my way with uh, you know, Derrick Henry, Lamar Jackson, and, and Debo all being out. Uh, but that being said, you know, I still had Christian McCaffrey and Travis Etienne out last year. Surely doesn't help my case. So, you know, another uh, example that fantasy is all luck. But, um, you know, glad to glad to come out on top because if I would have lost two in a row, two championships in a row, I would have been, been pretty Down upset. Bad. Yeah, so. so that's interesting you say that. So, like, last year – the rules were kind of flipped. Like you were going into the championship a little bit undermanned and Kybe's team was really good. This year you were going in like knowing that like three of the best players on the other team were not available. So did that did that ease your your mind a little bit or were you still like sweating bullets like leading up to the game? No, I still chewed all my fingernails off in that one games. <laughs> yeah, I was still definitely nervous. Don't get me wrong, I would have been I probably would have been feeling similar to how I felt last year with, like, you know, Derrick Henry probably in the game. Lamar doesn't necessarily scares me as much. I mean, yeah, he can have a 30-point game, but, um, you know, for some reason he doesn't scare me. And then, honestly, with Christian McCaffrey going to San Fran, like, you know, Debo's value really took a big hit there. So Right. I mean, really, I guess Lamar and, and Derrick Henry would have been the two major concerns. And, um you know, so I don't know. I was still nervous. Obviously, I would have been more nervous if those guys were available in his lineup. But um, you know, I was still I was still sweating it and overthinking it. Clearly, with the uh, the Gardner Minshew late, you know, last minute pickup and throwing at quarterback. So well, you uh, couldn't have you couldn't have predicted Daniel Jones to have like thirty eight points or whatever he had. Yeah. So mine was still racing. I was definitely still nervous. I was texting Gavin and Cran during it a little bit. I was still nerves to shit so you know it was uh really probably wasn't until you know the end of those four o'clock games that i really you know felt comfortable let myself believe yeah yeah believe that you know i had the win and you know you even called me late in those four o'clock games and i was still like i don't know i don't believe it yet so you know feels feels good to be be at the top glad to have my name uh 
carved in the trophy. I've been doing fantasy football here for probably like 12 years now. And um, the first team I ever had was with my, my dad. We, we co-managed a team. We started co-managing a team like back in like high school or middle school. And we won two of our first three years. And this is actually my first win since that third year of fantasy. So I've had, I mean, I've had some good teams in our, in our league, you know, the redraft leagues. You know, yeah, I made the playoffs, semis. So it's been a long time coming. So it, it feels good to be on top. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's really hard to win a league. Like I've been playing for a while, and the closest I've got is second. I've never won. Um, that being said, like it has to feel so good to win this league because, like, this league is like pretty much the only league that I truly care about. Like I could, I try in all my other leagues for sure. But, like, I was in four leagues this year, and, like, this is really the only one that I actually cared about winning. And I think part of it is because we have a big buy-in, but also just, like, how intense it is. And, like, it's really, like, full year round now that it's Dynasty. And, uh, you know, like, we make a big deal for the draft. We have a podcast. There's all these trades. And so, I don't know. It's just, like, the... The amount that we do for it, I think, just makes it more special than, like, your standard ESPN league that you do with, like, people from work or whatnot. Totally agree. The stakes are so much higher with the time commitment we all put in. I mean, how active we are on the group meet. Again, you literally make a podcast for this shit, even when you're <laughs> 2 and 11. Like, you know, it's, yeah. I mean, all, all the stuff that we do to make this league as special as it is, it definitely makes the stakes that much higher. Yeah, and it's, I'm glad that we have, like, the core group of people we do because like everyone loves it and like this is just going to keep going like who who yeah, knows when the dynasty is going to stop probably not for a while this so is a league that's going to go on for another 20 plus years like <laughs> actually yeah i don't i don't see why it would stop you know maybe someone gets kind of tired of that much commitment maybe you know someone could leave but i think we have a core core group of guys that are pretty committed to this i think it's cool you know especially you know, you got all your USC boys. It kind of keeps you all together. I mean, I know you guys are all good friends, but, like, you know, keeps you guys together. Then we got kind of got the JCU boys that have, you know, came into it. Um, you know, so glad to be here. Um, and, yeah, part, glad to be a part of a, of a special league, to say the least. So looking back at the game itself, so you won fairly handily. You won by just shy of 40 points. Um but you got to be happy here looking at the scoring breakdown. Those two guys that you had mentioned that missed last year, McCaffrey and ETN, combined for 54 points. So that's got to make you feel pretty good. Absolutely. Obviously, first year having Christian McCaffrey on a full season was, you know, electric to say the least. I mean, him getting traded to San Fran was a godsend, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then. ETN, you know, James Robinson kind of really shit on him, you know, his his stats earlier in the year. But, you know, him getting traded really opened the door up. And, you know, I mean, that game, this game, week 17, he had his first long touchdown run of his career. I mean, he had a 69-yard touchdown. So that's like, you know, an incredibly lucky matchup against Houston, you know, an incredibly lucky run, you know, to have a touchdown run to have in the championship game. So, you know. Glad that that trade two years ago is starting to to pan out and looking like it may be worth it after, you know, missing out on Jamar Chase. So yeah, 
Oh, yeah, because you – did you trade up to pick two or no? Yeah, so I was probably – I think I had, like, picked, like, six or seven. It was wherever uh, two's uh, was at to have – then he traded you that pick because so, you had my pick and picked Devontae Smith. So whatever that pick oh, was. Oh, yeah, I, I took him at, like, f- five or six. Yeah, so, was, somewhere in there. I had six that year, and then I traded up to, what, two? Yeah, because it went Najee, ETN, Kyle Pitts, and then Jamar Chase. Yeah, so I actually so I traded up from 106 to 102, and I had to use my 2022 first-round pick to get that from twos. That's why I didn't have a first-round pick last year. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, and then Timmons actually traded up one pick with me so that he could take Pitts number two, then I took ETN three. Oh, that's what it was. You guys flopped. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Only reason why I didn't have Timmons a second last year was because then I gave that back to him to get Cordero Patterson for last year's playoff run, hoping that he would do it, and he was just kind of dog shit. So, <laughs> um, yeah. so that's how I ended up getting ETN. Gotcha. But yeah, he had a pretty good year. It was nice to see him stay healthy for a full season after uh, the Liz Frank injury last year. Yeah, I mean, I'll take a top 20, you know, top 20 season in his first year, especially with, again, a dampered first six weeks with J-Rob. So uh, hopefully they can kind of improve the O-line a little bit, get him a little bit more involved in the passing game. Um, and, yeah, I think he's, uh, he's a stud. So looking again, too, at your receivers, this was a nice little cherry on top to have Brandon Ayuk's best game of the season. He had 26.7 in this matchup. Yeah, again, definitely helps having, um, you know, Debo out, getting some targets. But, yeah, I mean, had a his best game, probably close to his career. Um, but he's really starting to blossom into a, a wide receiver one. He's coming up on year four, so it'll be interesting kind of what happens there. And Amari Cooper, I got so lucky. That dude didn't have a single catch in the first half. <laughs> it drops two touchdowns in the second half. So, again, it's just fancy's incredibly lucky, but and it kind of went in my favor there this week sometimes that's what you need to uh that's what you need to win a championship you know and like looking over at like gavin's team the week that damian harris comes back you know championship week kind of dampered stevenson's output um right you know the quarterback injuries in miami keeping tyree kill under wraps um you know 15 points from tyree kill i'll take that all day I mean, looking at their team here, like, they, their flex plays were Chuba, Isaiah Hodgins, and Greg Dortch. And take those flexes there and put players of that caliber for about three quarters of a season, and that's what I was rolling out there week to week. <laughs> <laughs> so that is why I won two. I was looking at their team, and I was like, yeah, like, it sucks, but, like, they had that for one week. Granted, it was the worst week to have it in, but, like, yeah. it literally makes you go insane when you just have to fill – because there's no waiver wire anymore because right. of – yeah. yeah. Dog water of a waiver wire, so. So it's like you just – you better have, like, some elite depth. And it's too hard because there's 12 teams. So yeah. you That's sometimes you just get stuck. really and again, it's going to become even more essential moving forward because, like you said, the waiver wire is dried up. You're basically like just banking on some, you know, 20, 
basically 28 year old to like 33 year old just having a role i.e um jarek mckinnon yes like, someone like that produce because if, you, if you're not drafting and not able to hold those players you know until they turn into something like again you end up playing greg dorch <laughs> right um okay so pit I was going to say, pivoting now, so now that, you know, you've won the league, I will get the trophy down there soon. I have to, like I said, I'm going to go after work. I think there's a, um engraving place in Cannonsburg, which is by where I work. Um, so I'm going to drop it off one of these days next week after work because I'm not there until next Monday. I think it only takes like a day. So then when I get it down there, what are some of your plans with the trophy? I know, you know, this league has been on Kybe's ass about trophy beers. So what do you have in store for us with the trophy? Well, probably upon opening, I'm going to bring back a Mikey McGinnis special and probably chug a beer for the boys. I know we've all been uh, been hungry for that. <laughs> but honestly, besides, you know, besides bringing that tradition back a little bit, you know, I haven't really thought of, uh, you know, going to be my unique spin on on the trophy take. Um, so I'm actually built, currently building a house, so I'm going to have an office in, in our house. So the off, the trophy will definitely be positioned like probably right behind my desk, uh, for everybody to see on all work calls. So it's definitely going to be well displayed. Um, you know, so I guess you'll just have to kind of wait and see what, what kind of comes with that trophy this year. It'll be, uh, it'll be something special. That's for sure. And you're, yeah, you're going to have it for just about a full year. So you got time. Maybe I'll travel with it, like, you know, how people do with the terrible towel. And the know, Stanley like, Cup, too. Yeah. Just take, take it take it everywhere I go and just, take you know, send in pictures with it. If only people, like, outsiders actually understood how much this means. <laughs> like, they just don't get, they'll be like, understand. yeah, they'll be like, oh, look at this douche with the, Fantasy trophy. football trophy. It's like, no, listen, like, if you do bad, you have to eat a run. <laughs> like, multiple times Multi- a week. <laughs> multiple times a season. Yeah. Week. Um, yeah, I'll get, like, a chain for it. Maybe I'll wear it around my neck on Sundays. You know, we'll see. I'll, I'll get creative with it. But until I have it, I think, I think it's going to be, like, once I have it in my session, then the uh, creative thoughts will start going. But first thing will definitely be upon, upon opening – We'll be chugging a beer for the boys since Kyle has labia flaps and hasn't chugged a beer all year. So, so this was the first time I've actually seen it. Like I never even saw it after it got made and delivered. It's pretty. It's well done. I don't know where we got it made, but <laughs> it's a pretty nice trophy. I can't remember who was the one responsible for getting the trophy to start. Um, not sure if it was Commissioner Tro. For some reason, Cobb's kind of ringing a bell in my mind as, like, the person who got the trophy. It might have been him because he was, like, the first commissioner, right? Like, the before it was Himmler and then Tro. But yeah, actually, but no, because sure. I, I don't I'm know. Sure he, but I'm excited to see it. I haven't seen it in person either. I don't know if it made it to the trip, to the draft trip or not um, last year. But since I wasn't there, like, I didn't see it. And, again, I lost last year, so it didn't make its way to Charlotte last year either, so. I'm excited to see it. Get my paws on that thing. Oh yeah, um, getting a good disinfectant because I don't know what the fuck Kai's been doing it since he doing with it since he hasn't chugged a beer out of it. So I'm gonna, like I said, I'm gonna wipe it down too, just to uh, before I send it. Um, it looks fairly clean, but like we know, Kai, 
You, you, yeah. just, you just don't know. How's it dirty, bud? <laughs> um, switching gears to more football-related things. So now that you've won, I know there's a lot that goes into winning, like the players, obviously, but you got to have some luck and fortune, which we've talked about. So are you content with the team you've built with your draft picks, or are you going to become a potential buyer or seller in this offseason? Uh, it's nice that I have a first. Again, I definitely hated last year um, not having a first. I was definitely trying to get to move up prior to the draft, and then I was like literally traveling back from a work trip during the draft. So I wasn't really able to make too many like draft day moves. So I'm pretty pleased that I have all my picks. Not that they're really that valuable anyway. I mean, they're all pick 12 of each round. So, um, but with that being said, you know, at least last year, right, kind of having Pacheco, you know, pretty happy with that late second pick. And then I've managed to be able to keep Keontae Ingram, who was my third round pick. Um, You know, not sure what the hell's going to happen with him, but... um, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's really on my uh, on my radar. Um, obviously, going to kind of I got to evaluate these rookies. You know, see who's really who my really my top ones are. Um, and if I feel you know good about it, maybe I'll you know move up to try to buy you know buy some draft picks. Um, you know, I think I mentioned in the chat CMC and Kelsey are definitely on the block. Um, so. You know, if you uh, if anyone's interested, I've had an inquiry or two. Oh, or I'm sure. Two, but definitely haven't had an inquiry or two on them. Um, and like I, I think I messaged in the chat the other day. I'm definitely, yeah, I'm definitely scouting the teams and other like players in the league that I would want. Mm-hmm. Um, but considering I just won, I don't really feel like pressure to make any drastic, you know, instant instant decisions going to kind of wait to see how free agency starts to unfold. I might even wait till like after the draft, you know, to see where some of these landing spots are before, you know, I really make a decision or even really be willing to make a trade. But, um, you know, I'm reaching out to some guys as well, you know, seeing what their interests are. So, um, you know, definitely. So, you know, not necessarily sure who I want to buy, but definitely willing to sell, you know, CMC, Kelsey, um, honestly, I'll probably say Isaiah Pacheco is honestly probably on the block if anyone's interested. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone wants Cordero Patterson. He's an old fuck, so I think they're probably going to have him retire on the team. Yeah. <laughs> potentially. So, you know, all in all, you know, pretty content with my team. Um, and, uh, you know, if I see an opportunity to, to kind of get someone I want, then, you know, we'll do that. I think I'd probably be in the market for a wide receiver. You know, I think I could benefit from a true wide receiver one. I mean, Amari Cooper's, you know, had had a good year, but um, I don't know. I think he's kind of like fringe wide receiver one, maybe low end. Yeah. And again, it's been nice seeing AU kind of blossom. Who knows what Marquise Brown will be up to in Arizona. The Kyler injury really kind of sucks. Um, yeah, because you know, he, he was so. what? He was an ACL, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so he might miss some of the first part of next season, maybe. Right, and then probably be rusty for the middle, middle. So he might really kind of get into his form late in the season. So, um, you know, but they were pretty electric to kind of start the season. So, um, you know, 
kind of glad Marquise Brown's in that position. I guess Arizona's kind of in turmoil just overall. So I think, again, if I'm selling, I'm definitely looking for a wide receiver. So um, if anyone's willing to kind of sell a wide receiver, you know, we can make some magic. What's good for you, too, needing a receiver is this rookie draft is very deep at receiver. So even picking at 12, like, you're probably going to get a pretty damn good player. Like, I I pick right after you. I have the first two picks of the second round. So I have 13 and 14. Right. And, like, just a sheer numbers game, like, counting the dudes coming out. And you got to pair with, like, at least two or three running backs will go in the first round. Like, I think, I think there's going to be, like, four or five running backs that go. I don't know. And... Dogs. And I guess if not, I'd be happy to take a running back still. I mean, I don't think you can have too many solid running backs. And I think that was really more my MO this year in my flex because I didn't really have a ton of wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had a lot of running backs. I mean, I was playing Cordero Patterson, Isaiah Pacheco, you know, Breezy Drop, Jeff Wilson. So he snuck in there. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, Damian Harris. So I, I was definitely running back heavy this year. But. You know, again, with Cordero Patterson going to be kind of out the door and Jeff Wilson and Damian Harris both being, like, free agents. Again, I just don't know, like, where they're going to go. Those guys could still end up being running back ones, and then I wouldn't necessarily need it. But That's true. Um, yeah. Kind of got to wait for free agency to kind of start spilling out. I guess I don't even know. Free agency really happened, like, before the draft, or is that after the draft? It's uh, it's in March. It's before the draft. Okay, so March, or uh, draft is, like, April, late April, early May. Mm, yeah, late April, usually last week. Yeah, so I think, yeah, once I start getting some clarity, they'll kind of dial in uh, where I want to go. And I guess we'll see if someone, uh, I guess someone was talking about that Notre Dame tight end. Yeah. You know, he uh, sneaks out of the, you know, through those first 11 picks, who knows. He'll probably go in the first round. He's really freaking good. Yeah. And tight end is a pretty valuable position because, well... I don't know if it is because there's, like, such a big drop-off. So, like, Evan Ingram had one good game, and he jumped 11 tight end spots in the PPO right. ranking. So it's – I it, don't think it's necessarily, like – you know, obviously, I think you got to take out those outliers, but <clears throat> having, having Kelsey, who gets me 15 points average a week, but then has a ceiling of, like, 30 – I mean, 35 and a half is the ceiling, like – that changes a game when you have a tight end can do that versus guys who are playing a tight end that literally might only get them one catch in like eight yards. Exactly. Yeah. Like that is really a weekly, weekly difference. It's um, a huge advantage that your team had every week, which I even, yeah. I even said it in the chat. I was like, I don't think it's a coincidence that you made the championship two years in a row and you have Travis Kelsey. Like, I think yeah. it matters that much, honestly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, in, you know, we were talking about, like, the late picks. I mean, even McGinnis got Christian Watson at 112. We all thought he was shit to start the season. And, like, he was literally, like, the focal point of Green Bay's off passing game. Yeah. Like, to end the season. Like, he looks really athletic, you know. Clearly, Green Bay had some weird shit going on with them early in the year. You know, Aaron Rodgers was still figuring out not having Devontae Adams. You know, Christian Watson was hurt. So, but there's, yeah, I mean, there's going to be players, you know, late in that first round and, you know, I guess we'll still see if I have my pick at yeah. that point, depending on uh, <laughs> depending on what happens. So we'll see. 
All right, brother. Well, that pretty much wraps it up. I think it was good to hear from you. We uh, hit a lot of big talking points. Um, I'd like to have you on again this off season at some point. I know we usually don't do another pod until like kind of after the combine where we start to get into some like draft type things. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, maybe we'll sneak you on one of those. Or uh, I don't know if you'll yeah. come back to Pittsburgh at all uh, at any point in the spring, but we could always do one in person too. Um, yeah. So we don't always, have to do uh, Zoom. It's a pleasure coming on, Gailey. Appreciate all the work you do for this league to make this league as special as it is. Um, and yeah, man, just uh, grateful to be out here. Grateful to be a, a league winner, get my name on that trophy. And, um, you know, we'll see where the uh, the rest of this offseason takes us. So there you have it. There's the champ. We're, uh, we're signing off. Here's to a great 2022 season, and we will talk to you guys soon uh, sometime around the combine slash the draft. So thanks again, guys, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.